Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you'll be blessed and encouraged. Now here's today's message. When Jesus came into Jerusalem and went into a temple, into a church, we read that he declared who he was and he spoke these words from the book of Isaiah 61. I want to begin by reading what Jesus said when he walked into the temple as he pulled out this scroll. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Then he goes on and says, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, a planting of the Lord. That is what God is doing today. A planting of the Lord for the display of of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Whenever Jesus comes to town, there's good news. There's good news. Whenever a people come to town with a genuine love for Jesus and a love for people, there is good news. We are here today in the city of Warwick to proclaim that there is good news. To proclaim Jesus is here. Jesus is here. There will be angels, and there are angels, that will visit this region, this community, because Jesus is here. There will be legions of angels that will visit this community, this place, because Jesus is here. There will be many people that get added to the family of God, because God is gathering his family Before he returns, he will have a bride without spot or wrinkle. He will have gathered his family. Because Jesus is here, we will see many people added to this family. The brokenhearted, those captive by addiction, those depressed and confused and empty inside, searching, How do I fix what I'm feeling inside? They will be fixed and healed and delivered because Jesus is in town, because Jesus is here. Those searching for peace and meaning in a world that has gone crazy they will find the true meaning of life 
because Jesus is here. They will find it in the house of the Lord. They will find it here. Those living under shame and guilt and condemnation, and they look at their lives and they, they say to themselves, I should have never done this, I should have never done that, but, but I guess I'm just a loser. I guess I'm just going to have to live with who I am, what I've become, and what I've done. Those lives will be broken off of them because Jesus is here. That's what Jesus does. That's what he came and he spoke the words of Isaiah into eternity. And he says, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Jesus is here. John 3.17 says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Come on, have you been touched by the saving power of Jesus Christ? Give him some praise right now. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, we're unworthy, but he makes us worthy. See, when Jesus spoke the words of Isaiah, it was not a small thing. It was a holy sacred thing. Jesus comes to town and he speaks this prophetic word. These words were prepared by God. These words were created and put on parchment to allow one day when God would send the Messiah, all will know that it is he when he opens the scroll and declares this passage of Scripture. It was so sacred what Jesus was doing. It was so anointed. It was so powerful. It was set aside, these words, to be spoken only by the Messiah. And when he spoke, there was such an outrage by religion, such an outrage by arrogance, and the devil was so angry that they tried to kill Jesus after he spoke these words. See, Jesus stepped into history, and he says, God is here. Jesus steps into a church, and he says, God is here. God is here today. God is here every time we gather. Because we're two or more gathered in his name. The Bible says Jesus is here. This is not a little thing that happens on a Sunday morning. This is a very, very powerful thing that happens. When God's people gather, Jesus shows up. Jesus has shown up and he's sees fit that he's called us out of one place and brings us into the city of Warwick to declare that there is good news for your life. There is good news for the broken. There's good news for the empty. 
the lost. There is good news for those who've made mistakes in their life. There is good news. There is fresh mercy. There is a new life for you because Jesus is here. If you're poor, if you're in captivity to sin, if you're oppressed, if you've been bound up by generational curses of poverty and and brokenness and addictions, there's good news because Jesus is here. Amen, amen, out of the mouth of babes. Come on. God will use children at the right time to let us all know Jesus is here. See, Jesus comes and he says, I've come in Isaiah 61, 3, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Now more than ever, Jesus is here to turn things around in your life, in your family's life, in your neighbor's life. You think they might have it together. You think the guy at work has it together. You think your boss has it together. You think the guy on the yacht has it together. We're all lost until we come to Jesus. We're all in despair and hopeless until we come to Jesus. And we thank God that he's coming now to our families, our friends, our community, our state. Jesus is here. Why is Jesus here? Because the church is here. Why is the church here? Because Jesus decreed in Isaiah 61.4, put this up, they, do you know who they is? The church. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Come on, God is bringing awakening. God is bringing revival. God is bringing renewal. And we decree it over this state. We decree it over this state. You know, how many of you drive through these city streets sometimes? You go to Providence and you, you drive through the streets and you see all these old houses. You go to Newport, see all these old houses and buildings that have dates on them. You know, late, we saw one that had the late 1600s, early 1700s. And you see all these communities and then you see that they're all built around the steeple, around the cross of Jesus Christ. The first thing that was built in this nation was the church of Jesus Christ. And they built their communities around the church. And the church was not only a place of worship, it was their school. It was their school, it was everything, it was their community. It was a place where they went to and when they were sick and they got help and prayer. The church was everything. The enemy has come and tried to remove all that Jesus is 
from this area, from this community, even from this nation. But we decree and we declare today that Jesus is here. Jesus is coming to restore, to renew. You are here. I am here. Jesus decreed it, that they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. There are families, entire families, people who are living in despair, living devastated, their homes devastated. But Jesus comes to renew. Jesus comes to restore. See, dead religion is not here. Dead religion won't do anything for anybody. And one of the problems that we pray against is that people do not connect dead religion to Jesus. When Jesus comes to town, there is life, there is hope, there's power, there's forgiveness. When Jesus comes to town, he says, everyone is welcome to come to my feet. I will help you change. I will bring healing. I will bring deliverance. I will teach you the right way to think so you have peace in your spirit. When Jesus comes to town, he fights. And he goes after those. The Bible says that the, the road that leads to hell and leads, leads to devastation is wide. And many get on it. And the devil, he's got these... This road just protected by his demons and he's got the people confused and, and he lies to them. And, but Jesus comes with his legions of angels. He comes with his church and he says, we have to fight to get people off this road that's destroying their lives because Jesus is good. He's good all the time. He's loving all the time. He's forgiving all the time. He's not a dead religion, and he's not a far-off God. He's not a far-off God or a dead religion. He's not someone that stays in a building. Jesus is here. You can say that over your life, over your family, over your future. Jesus is here. When I'm in the car, Jesus is here. Matter of fact, some of you, the way you drive, you need to say, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I've seen some of you driving. My wife prays hard every time she gets in the car with me. Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Some say, I've tried religion. I've tried to change. i tried to be happy. I've tried to find peace, but I can't. I can't. I can't. And I would say, you're absolutely right. You can't. You can't. Religion can't. This world can't give you what only Jesus can give you. You can't. Religion can't. This world can't. But I know someone who can. He's done it in my life. He's done it in hundreds if not thousands of people that have connected to our churches who can stand up and, and tell you their story. This is who I was. 
I was broken. I was lost. I was deceived. I was filled with anger. I was filled with rage. I was abused. And so I hated everybody. This is who I was. I was in prison. But here I am now in the house of God. God gave me a new life. He showed me who I was. I'm not a mistake. I'm not a loser. I was told my whole life growing up, you're a loser. We should have never had you. But I found someone who said, I'm the one who created you. I put a purpose in you. I have a divine plan for you. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. And when Jesus is here, all good things come into your life. And we're here today to decree and to declare that Jesus is here in the city of Warwick. See, the good news I want to leave you with today is God's purpose for you as a per person. I want you to think of yourself. Lots of times when, you know, we preach, you're thinking, well, this is for somebody else. I'm talking about you. You, individually. God's purpose for you. God's purpose for you. The Bible says that Jesus knew you before you were in your mother's womb. God's purpose for you is stronger than any failures of your life. God's purpose for you is stronger than your past. God's purpose for you is mightier than every mistake that you made from an hour ago to yesterday last year to the years of your life, God's purpose is stronger. We give our mistakes and failures so much power that they become our gods. Our past becomes our God. Where the Lord says, his mercies new every morning, my purpose for you is greater than the failures of your life, the mistakes of your life. Someone needs to hear this, maybe online, but someone needs to hear this. You're living with the weight of condemnation and guilt and failure, and you look at your life and say, what have I done? I haven't accomplished anything. God's purpose for you is so powerful that the Bible says in Romans 11, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. What does this mean? It means that God has made you and designed you with certain gifts, with certain talents. He's created you a certain way. And because he's given you all these things, he says, if you don't receive me, if you don't accept me, I'm not going to take these things from you because I'm going to keep fighting for you because I have a purpose for you. I've designed you for a certain reason, for a certain time, I have a purpose for you. And God, his purpose is greater than our mistakes and failures. He never stops fighting for you, never stops fighting for your family, never stops fighting for your future. He never stops trying to bring salvation to your life. You know, I pray for many people in my life that I've known for many years, 
a lot of people that I've known since I was a, a child. And I pray, God, reach them, reach them, reach them, reach them, reach them. And I've seen many people over the years of my life, all 29 of them. I'm only kidding. <laughs> the years of my life. I've seen many people come to Christ because God doesn't give up. God doesn't give up on people. You know how many people I prayed for on their deathbed? where they come to Christ on their deathbed, and I say, God, thank you that you gave this person one last breath to say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I receive your sacrifice on the cross for me. Just like the thief on the cross, God never gives up on you. I want to ask the music team to come up. We are going to be a a people, a church in this city that seeks to bring blessing to people. We're going to be a people, a church in this city that prays for the lost, that prays for the hurting. We're going to be a people in this city that binds spiritual powers of darkness that are in the invisible realm, deceiving families, deceiving children, trying to destroy the next generation. We are going to be a church that decrees and declares Jesus is in town. When Jesus is in town, good things happen. Come on, let's just thank the Lord that the Lord is doing something awesome, something new, something fresh in this community. Amen. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content with Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. The best is yet to come.